Seventy-five dollars worth of gold. I believe it was. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was. It's the only reason I'd buy it. No, I was getting my value back. Good lord. You, uh, I believe it was. Uh, Thing's gonna shrink. It was and it's gonna get washed out immediately. I, I know. Seventy-five bucks um, down the drain. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'm just a slave to. Uh, Late stage capitalism. Capitalism. And, uh, uh, turn your mic on. I'm just a slave to uh, capitalism, and that's just the way it is. Oh, man. None of that was usable. Hmm? It might have been. Do you want some ASMR action when you eat Chipotle? Yes. It's not all food eating. <clears throat> Please do not do that yeah, any longer. Little, that's actually mm. grossing me out. Mm. I can't even imagine what the listeners are going to do. You said you wanted to branch out. As a matter of fact, I yeah. never want to hear <laughs> I want to bring in a wider audience. For, <laughs> I'm literally going to hit on every single viral video trend in one podcast. Did we have you ASMR. See... Do you see me flex my memes. creative muscle? Is it your mouth? Is your mouth Please. your most creative muscle? I swear to God, I honestly never want to hear you smack your lips ever again. <laughs> if I could go my entire life without hearing that, I would. <laughs> if I could rewind to the past two minutes Did and you... make myself go deaf, I would. Did you Some see... listener out there is getting off to that right now. Probably. Not now, but later when it's up. Yes. Spotify is oh starting God, to exclusively sign podcasts to their platform. They are? They got last podcast on the left and like two others. Really? To like only I, heard, Spotify. I heard somebody. I don't remember getting an email on yeah. that, Tanner. I heard somebody else too because they were. Oh, yep. they yeah, there's out. like three of them so far. They want Cinemax stick on exclusively yeah, so, Spotify. Uh, Spotify, if you're <laughs> you're in the market, listen. I've been rolling an anchor ad before this damn podcast for as long as this podcast has been going on. And the, the least you can do for us pulling in. <laughs> like, we yeah, probably could. Probably should. That, 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 we're due because it's been the exact same thing every time. So we're due yeah. for a new ad. We we can. Uh, we you can ever wanted? We could. Well, it's the same ad though. Like we, there's no other ads being offered at the moment. There is. A, there's there's one for uh, anchor messages. I think it's gone. Is it really? Yeah, I looked the other day. Oh. Well, maybe we should I, just. I'm maybe we sure. should just re-record it just because I feel like a, I don't want people to make Tim record the ad. Mm. Yeah, it'll be Do nice. his own spin on we'll it. Change it up. Mm. Mm-hmm. No. There it is. I I am actually going to murder you in a little bit. I'm surprised how much. Yeah, you're getting it pretty loud. It's pretty it's good. Great. <laughs> I'm surprised that the, the levels are reading. The levels are reading. <laughs> um, There's some lucky lady out there. Also, I want to realize it's so good. You know what? <laughs> oh my god. You know what I just realized, by the way. <laughs> I uh, I've been late many times because I'd go to get a Starbucks coffee, and I guess I've totally forgotten. There's a Starbucks right on College and yeah, Quivira. I yeah. By there, I'm like, yeah. And I go all, dude. I go, I go all the way down Quivira to 135th, and I never realized there was one right there till literally a week ago. Yeah. And, and I was it's like, on your way here. Yeah. And oh literally. my god, dude, I was in and out of there, and I was here so quick. Honestly, if it wasn't such an abnormal line at this time, I would have been here like six minutes earlier than that. So, mm. gonna start being way more on time, boys. Yeah. I was. It's probably you haven't like Googled Starbucks prior to that. You know, I just, I feel like I've lived in this area long enough that I... There's uh, two Starbucks on that freaking corner. There's one in Hen House. No, yeah, you're right. There is. Yeah. There is. Man, they are everywhere. You yeah. wonder how they can afford it. Probably because coffee is dirt cheap. White girls they... everywhere. <laughs> on that spiced pumpkin <laughs> latte. Coffee is also dirt cheap, and they just, like, they mark that shit up. 
as high as they possibly can. They skyrocket it. Ain't good for them, man. But yeah, um, I'd do it if I could. Yeah, so uh, you know, I'll let you guys. I'd know. shit in a bag and sell it as coffee if I could make money. <laughs> I believe there's actually genuinely. <laughs> I, I believe there's actually. It's funny you say that. There's a the, the most expensive yeah. coffee in the world. Is coffee that is eaten by a cat, then pooped out, pooped out, washed off, bagged up, and sent to America, hot on a plane, and people pay like an absurd amount, like a hundred dollars, like a pound, for this coffee or something like that. It's insane. Binging with Babish on YouTube uh, actually made some. It did a coffee episode, and he made coffee from it, uh, and he said it was absolutely one hundred percent. Not worth the money in any way, shape, or form. City is that what it is? <laughs> oh, man, no coffee you ever taste. the worst coffee I've ever tasted. Um, anyways. You know, I found this really fancy cup of noodles at Walmart, and I made it today. It's called ramen. No, it was, it was some different brand, and had cool packaging. And I said, oh, the packaging looks good, so it must taste really good. So I made it. It was really bland the entire time, and it turns out. Did you forget to mix the packet in? There will, there was a bunch of sauce at the bottom mm. that I guess I didn't stir enough because I was like, man, this is super bland. I get all the way to the bottom, and there's like just this. there's like a half inch of sauce sitting at the bottom, and I stirred it into the rest of the water, and then it was good. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, that wasn't, wasn't the best. Uh, well, shall we? See. On oh, today, oh, I guess it wouldn't be a one-year anniversary episode without yeah, getting interrupted enough. right before. Not in a bad day. Just that's just the way we Put do it. Back. You, didn't, you didn't like that? No. What? Me interrupting? No, it's I. Like I said, it wouldn't be a one-year anniversary without it. On today's episode of Cinemastic, we're going to talk the Joker 2 rumors. Is it happening? Is it not? Seems like it was, but now it's not. I don't know. We're going to see. Henry Cavill confirms that he is still on as Superman. The MCU is connected to the Disney Plus TV series and much, much more on today's episode. It's time to dive in. This is Cinemastic. <laughs> Well, boys, today is a big occasion, a momentous occasion. And let me tell you, when uh, August 2019, uh, when I was, uh, you know, uh, first formulating the idea of um, uh, of having a podcast, I uh, you're taking so, quite some time. <laughs> Wait, never. Uh, you first had the idea of a podcast about. Six months after we started the podcast? No. Yeah. No, we started in November of 2018. Yeah. So you said August 2019, did you not? I said, did I just stroke oh, out? I'll just go ahead 18. and stop it and play it back. I said, I, I, I believe I said 18. If I did say 19, 18. 2018, I uh, had the idea to start a podcast. Actually, probably earlier than that. And I'm just doing this for dramatic effect. But I never would have thought that. That November, we would start this bad boy up and be here a year later, still talking movies, still talking boobies. I didn't. Talk, we talking boobies now? 
Hey, my girlfriend it. just started listening wait, wait, to the show. Still talking movies. <laughs> New year. Rip. Still, still New talking. Topics. Talking uh, Star Wars, and and you bet your ass. Once a year, we're talking Harry Potter, and uh, <laughs> we have, on this podcast, we've done a lot of things. We've had our very own award show. We've taped thirty nine episodes of Cinemax. We've taped eighteen episodes of Force Vision. Two episodes of Common Room. Really? Did we, we make it a two? Well, I did. I believe I did a solo one, and then the I solo did a, one. One, first one was solo, and then we did a se- another one with Tim. We did two. Mm, yeah. Yep. yep. Just yeah. Tim and I, and we did. Let's see. We did a Game of Thrones special episode that I thought might become a series, but honestly, I've kind of lost interest <laughs> after. Oh, after because the also, show's also over? the show it ended <laughs> after the show. <laughs> like, well, I thought I thought for sure. A I, I thought for sure I was like, oh, I can't wait to cover these follow up shows. But then after that, I was like, oh god, that ending just kind of. Put a bad taste in the old the old taste buds. So I uh, haven't gone back to that, but we did it. And you know, at the one year mark, there's still a lot to cover, a lot to do. We had the fan meetup. We had the fan meetup at the Chili's. Yeah, half price apps. Yep. Uh two dollar margaritas. Sent sent some lucky um, people. I couldn't of fun. believe how many people were there. They weren't there for us. They were just eating at the Chili's. Oh. But man, it was they were booked that night. They were packed. Yeah, I mean, they our waitress was slammed. Um, I want to thank Chili's for uh, for uh, covering our my meal. Um, that was really nice of you. They obviously they didn't know who it's I was because I sent out the wrong thing the first yeah, they, time. They, right? There was a hair in my food because uh, <laughs> they knew who we were, and uh, they did they did comp my dish for free. But no one showed up to that fan meetup. Uh, so, but hey, n- there's always next year. Am I right? Yeah, always next year. Um. Lots of exciting things to announce today that I've uh, we've we've formulated. Some of it we formulated just for a day, but things I want to announce that will be uh, happening. We'll do that later in the podcast. But I think I want to lead off uh, as as the host of this podcast today. As always, you know, Max Leadham, Tim Ragmith, Tanner Rush, and Jordan Katzer. I just want to say thank you guys for listening <laughs> for as long as you have. Uh, thank you guys, our dedicated listeners who have who tune in. Uh, every time we drop a podcast, and uh, you know, I want to let you know we really appreciate it. We do it for you guys. Like as I've always said, we don't have the most listeners in the world. Hopefully, one day that changes. We don't have the most listeners in the world, but you know what? We still have people who come back week in, week out to listen, and that's and why that's we do it. Exactly right. That's what we come back for. Yep. We tell Max all the time, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the fact that. It's recorded in my apartment. Yep, that's very true. <laughs> that's very true. Multiple times. That's that's very true. And uh, you know, Tanner, God bless you. We're glad. We glad you are here. We glad you are here. Um, guys, would you like to say anything? We so glad. We we so glad. We so movies. Would you guys? Would you guys like to say anything to uh, the listeners? Anything you want to just you know whisper into their... I think we need more Cinemaxless pods. <laughs> Okay. Episode uh, was a hit. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh all right, well let's say something nice to the fans now. Come on, uh keep up the good anyone? work. All right. There we go. Keep up the good work. We know it's hard to listen to us. Thank you. Keep it up. Keep going. I feel bad for your ear holes. Um but yeah, uh, we do have some fan messages uh too. Do we? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. That uh and I'm uh Excited to uh, read those off. I'll read those off after our first topic, which, of course, as always, is what did we watch this week? I got so many this week. We got a lot. A lot of Look. people watched oh. a lot of things. Um, 
So without further ado, what did we watch this week, boys? What did we watch? The one-year anniversary of what did we watch this week? Who wants to start? I know you guys are chomping right. at the bit. Danner it is. <laughs> well, Jordan goes, all right. Fuck, Max. I picked up my mic, was ready to roll, and this fucker says, all right, T. All right. <laughs> and Danner. Here we go. couple weeks ago, watched a 2015 film called The End of the Tour, starring Jason Siegel and Jesse Eisenberg. as uh, a real-life or uh, semi- uh, uh, it's a biopic, kind of, um, about uh, author David Foster Wallace, who wrote Infinite Jest, which if you've ever seen, that book is a fucking cinder block. It is massive. It's literally a cinder block? It's literally a cinder block. Um, you have to... It's pretty heavy. Just swan dive on top of it. Um, and the words kind of get punched directly into your brain um so anyways it's about he just published uh infinite jest he's on a book tour uh jesse eisenberg's character is another actual successful author although at that point in his career is not enjoying the sort of instant stardom david foster wallace does um and he's working for rolling stone i think at the time and wants to do a, a piece on david foster wallace so he hits up with him for the last leg of his tour and interviews him over the course of several days. And it's just the two writers kind of bouncing off each other. Um, how one, how uh, Jesse Eisenberg's character is kind of, uh, he's fascinated and envious of David Foster Wallace. And it's all, a, it's a, just a drama. It's a good drama, a little bit of offbeat humor in there. Um, So that was that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I I really like Jesse Eisenberg. I've been meaning to watch it. Um, I just haven't gotten around to that one yet. Uh, he has actually a few movies it's on in the Netflix, I think. Yeah, the end of the tour, right? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'll have to check that out. Do that. Who watches Big Jesse Netflix fan. anymore. Disney right. Plus is lie. That's it. Uh, and then this past weekend, I went and saw Jojo Rabbit in theaters. Ooh. That's a big one. Anyone seen it yet? I have not. I, have not I want to. Guys, gotta see it. Was it better than the Joker? See, no, <laughs> they're very different. I was talking, um, talking to Hannah about it and about our current number one movie of the year, and it's sort of between those two for me. But they're wow. very different. Okay. Um, no, it's hilarious. A lot of people are kind of making some Wes Anderson comparisons with it. Which I mean, other than like quirky kids at like a camp at the very first part of the movie, I feel like that's kind of where the similarities stop. Um, but all their performances are great. Scarlett Johansson, everyone's talking about. Um, she runs away with the movie. I think. Um, of course, Taika Waititi himself plays an imaginary Adolf Hitler. Um. And uh, it's it runs the whole uh, range of emotions. Like it's really funny, but then it gets like super serious towards the end. Kind of comes out of nowhere. And I mean, it's a movie about Nazis. But um, what's interesting, though, I found is getting on 
letterboxed. Um, people either really liked it, think it was overhyped, and then there's people who hate the shit out of this movie because I think they have sort of a fundamental issue with having a comedy involving Nazis or like any element of the Holocaust, mm-hmm. um, which is, I don't know, it's it's an interesting debate. I think if you're successful, you can tackle any subject matter in whatever tone. Obviously, you have mm-hmm. to be respectful about it. So is a comedy inherently disrespectful? I don't think so. Um, and then I saw at the um, some shit, should have had the article on hand, uh, a Holocaust sort of historical museum. I guess there was a screening of it and they had these historians in the sort of talk about i guess the ethics of the movie and a lot of people are saying like well you know this movie doesn't really contextualize or show the full scope of the horrors of you know world war ii and specifically um the holocaust and they're like well you know i think kids would have to have a proper education on it before seeing this movie which i think is true I mean, other than like this movie is clearly made for people who yeah. Why would you take this your... <laughs> movie is made for people who know better, right? Um, yeah. Let and, me take my kid who has no and exactly. Idea it's a PG thirteen film. It's about Nazis. <laughs> you shouldn't be bringing children to see it, anyways. I think that kind of falls yeah. more on parents. Have, have than better judgment. The yeah, filmmaker, yeah. Um, and then. Uh, shit, I lost my train of thought. Well, I mean, I, something I wanted to say while you're thinking of that is that I, the thing, I really want to see this movie, the thing that always bothered me is that they had to, just because the way media works today, is that they had to like list it, I think I said this in podcast An before, anti-hate satire. An anti-hate yeah. satire. It's like, okay, we're all adults yeah. here, yeah. like we can understand when you're being satirical, and it like... So that that did, I mean, it probably was at Taika's hands, like, we gotta promote it like this, and it's like... I feel like that's just assuming the audience is idiots, and obviously there's people who are like really upset who might genuinely be like not understanding the point of satire. Yeah, and so I do question if the movie does have a overall fault in the in what it aims to do as a satire. So you know, we all realize that fascism is horrible and know uh discrimination persecution mass murder all bad things i agree um so we watched it and we laughed because it's like yeah this is ridiculous now would a person who is on the other end of that spectrum would this movie be like a come to jesus moment for them and make them rethink their ways no not at all um i don't again it's a movie for people who know better So is it really doing any work as a satire? Probably not, but... um, Probably pretty hopeless person if you're going to a movie hoping it becomes your come-to-Jesus moment, too. In a a way. Yeah. If that's what you were were saying, like people who are bad songs, like... Yeah, and I guess that's a larger debate about, you know... I think... Take away TD made the movie he set out to make. I don't mm-hmm. think he intended to 
necessarily educate on all these things or change hearts and minds if he did i don't the movie probably doesn't do enough work to do that but um still highly entertaining great performances emotionally moving mm. i highly recommend it but i guess uh your mileage may vary depending on how you philosophically see uh these sorts of things yeah that's all i've watched since we last recorded well, may I just say what a what a what a selection for <laughs> the first year anniversary podcast. Really makes oh, and think. I started watching uh, Akira Kurosawa's Throne of Blood. Only there got it is. Halfway through, oh, there we are. Pulling that one out. Of <laughs> That's what we needed. Uh, it isn't now. That is that is the hallmark Cinemax moment right there. Tanner breaks out some indie fucking Korean movie. No, 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 no. Kira Kurosawa is a legendary Japanese film Japanese. director. Um, <laughs> Seven Samurai, uh, Hidden Fortress, which was a really major influence on George Lucas with Star Wars Episode Four. Mm, um, oh. So, yeah, highly influential, prolific filmmaker. Throne of Blood's kind of his take on Macbeth. Um, the Shakespeare play. Did Hidden uh, Hidden Temple? Did that Hidden Fortress? Hidden Fortress. <laughs> Hidden Hidden Temple was on Nickelodeon. That <laughs> mm, <yeah>, is. <laughs> I don't believe Kurosawa was involved in that. He could be though. We never. We don't. Know. A legendary film catalog and <laughs> a massive hand behind Legends of the Hidden Temple on uh, Nickelodeon. Nick Gas. Um, did did that have samurais in it? In Fortress? Yeah. Yes. So I'm wondering because I just realized this. Uh, in a way, Darth Vader's like kind of costume yeah. could almost be based off samurai. Wasn't that the intention? Side, oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, design. yeah. So Hidden Fortress, I guess, kind of starts with these. I haven't seen the movie, but it's about these two kind of um, wacky. I don't know if they're thieves necessarily. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they run across like a princess in hiding and there's like a legendary warrior protecting her. But so George Lucas kind of C-3PO and R2-D2 kind of were the, the original two sort of comic relief goofball side characters mm. sort of witnessing a larger ah. picture. But uh, so you hear, hear, you hear it here first, folks. You cannot see episode nine until you see Hidden Temple. Or Fortress. Fortress. <laughs> <laughs> essential viewing essential yeah it ties in that's interesting though tanner i would love you know what we should do we should do one day to have tanner talk exclusively about foreign film and i and and I really that should be a new segment provide an education on it <laughs> that would be good. around the world we can go around the world <laughs> That should be a new segment around the world with tanner tanner what'd you watch today it was a norwegian indie film um, this is what Midsommar I, was based off, and I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not giving, I'm giving you a hard time, but genuinely, uh, you know your shit, and it is fascinating to hear. Well, you know, I, I don't go stupid. out of my way to consume foreign movies, but there's more than just Hollywood out there. Damn right, and that's what the Cinemax Podcast is about. Jordan, 
What'd you watch this week, my friend? Not telling you. All right. Tim? <laughs> oh, I can't fuck you, Tim. All right. If you didn't so, know, uh, <laughs> just to give you a visual element, Jordan is in a corner right now with his back to us. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even looking at these guys while I'm talking. He's very upset that we passed him over. Um, so with the release of Disney Plus, uh-huh. I went back and watched Brink. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. It's Blade, bro. Yeah. Skate fast. Followed by Johnny Tsunami. Oh, Holy shit. Did you watch yep. Johnny Kapahala back on board? No. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it. Probably <laughs> won't. Back on board. We talked about it. The infamous yeah. sequel. You know, not many films can follow up the original and outdo it. <laughs> but damn, if back on board wasn't the pinnacle of of sequels in film, you can slap me twice, hand me off to a fryer. Jordan, what else did you watch? Uh, went... Back and watched um, the Newsies, the musical. Ooh, oh, as well. Yeah. And yeah. you are mm-hmm. getting your money's worth out of yep. this Disney. I Plus. did that. Um, which listeners should know what those are. Newsies is amazing. Go watch it. I had to so watch, watch it. all those. I had to watch awesome. it. I watched Newsies in uh, music class in grade school. Yeah. And when it began, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna suck." And then great. I was like, "And like all the kids, you know." Think of the time, but all the boys were like, oh, "This is gay. These dudes are singing and dancing, and like, and but in our heads, we're like." <laughs> like dancing along with them. Got, like, what are some of the songs? Ah, uh, there's one like infamous uh, King one. of New York song about one. Santa Fe. Sees sees the day. Yeah, there's another one. I want to hear it. I ain't singing that shit. <laughs> I was in choir for years. And I ain't singing that shit. <laughs> I forgot about that. Newsies yeah. is great. Newsies is awesome. Choir um, or Newsies? Choir. Both. How does Newsies? <laughs> it's been it's been years since I've seen it. Oh fuck. Age as well. Yeah. Fuck, I'm blanking right now. What? The ending. That's how Newsies ended. Because I have not, I've not seen it. It doesn't like Christian Bale break his leg or something? His no, parents he's... get murdered. Oh, shit. Wait, Ruth. Because he becomes Batman. And he becomes Batman. Yeah, I think you've done that with two actors now. In the past two casts. I was going to be like, that's dark for a Disney movie. Okay, I actually, this is really funny. In our work chat, and I played it off like I meant to do this, but I didn't even realize I was doing this. We were talking about the potential of a Joker sequel, and and uh, and Jesus talks about like, oh, we could see like the beginnings of the Penguin or something like that. Maybe some other villain from a Joker sequel. And I go, I go, or wait, hold on, I have a really good one. Like, let's say like a White Knight, Harvey Dent comes into Gotham, and he really like calms the influx of rioters and stuff like that and kind of calms the city down but eventually the joker thugs get to him and cause a horrific injury that makes him become two-faced and someone replies that's the dark knight (laughs) i did not even realize i was literally describing what happens in the dark knight let's just do that again man that was really good let's see a fall from grace you got that christopher nolan genius it's it's in me it's in me man uh but yeah that's uh that was that was just going off a of Tanner's thing there, making Newsies uh, Batman origin story. Jordan, what else did you watch? Uh, Train to Busan. Ooh, I've heard of that. Um, oh. I think South it's a South Korean, Korean South Korean uh, zombie, zombie flick. flick. Yeah. I feel like we Which need, a, is we pretty need sweet. A, we need to expand our watch that movie. It's movie pretty good. Uh, Set on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I will have you know that I watched Mulan last night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. tell you, if you want an education. Jordan, carry on. But yeah, Train to Busan, a zombie outbreak takes place in South Korea. Um, and they're, it's pretty much based on a train line for the most part. Actually, 
all the parts. Um, and what happens is every city they stop in pretty much is overrun. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty much, it's basically, it follows a dad and his little girl trying to get, I don't think their original destination was Basan, but that's where they heard was safe. So that's awesome. yeah, it's very good. A couple, couple cool scenes. Like it, it's funny. Like when they go, like they don't do well in darkness zombies yeah mm. in this flick so like when they yeah. go through tunnels on the train line like they stop so like one of the coolest scenes is like you have an overhead shot of the cabin of a train and it's just packed with these zombies and then they're crawling on like the luggage carrier racks above and just in darkness is pretty cool huh. I, uh, mm. sorry i was laughing i just looked at the trello and realized the entire thing is about DC. Yeah. I was about to say something today. I was like, this just needs to be isn't a DC that cast. Every, is that, isn't that what every Cinemax is It's about? the one year anniversary. We got to go heavy. But I really could not find anything else we wanted to talk about. So please, Tanner, add some news. Add something on there you want to speak about. Don't say now. Later. Add, add a, it, Wild Dogs with Harrison Ford. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I can talk about that. Yeah. Add wild that. Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the Call of the Wild <laughs> oh boy. No, man, this is the reboot. The Cuba Gooden Jr. movie is being reboot with Harrison Ford. Oh, I was thinking Wild Hogs. No, that's the motorcycle. Oh, I did Wild Dogs. <laughs> Tim Allen. Yeah, and, say, was, yeah. I did Wild Dogs and Snow Dogs combined. Two horrible C-list comedies combined into one. This is the new Harrison Ford movie. Tim, uh, wait, wait, you... wait, you think Wild Hogs is a C-list comedy? Uh, no, I'm just trying to appear that I have good taste. Let me tell you. Oh my! When uh, when uh, what's his face showed that he got an Apple logo tattooed on him. That is that Wild Hogs. That's Wild Hogs. We saw it once. That's William H Macy. He reveals he has an Apple logo uh, tattooed on him. I remember there was like a lot of gay panic humor in it. I feel like. Uh, they get in a pool. Well, it's because what's his face was uh, the cop was gay. The cop was gay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the cop. There's. I feel like there was, was like an was... odd amount of gags revolving around men being uncomfortable, like yeah. being near each other. Yeah. Yeah, it could be it. I haven't seen that in forever. Is that on Disney Plus? <laughs> I have no clue. Of course. It might be. Yeah, Tim Howard. Is that a Disney movie? No. 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 Tim, what'd you watch this week? Anything? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you done, Jordan? <laughs> yeah. <I'm> done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. I've got, I've got, are you doing the Tim Allen grunt there? <laughs> um, <laughs> I watched Doctor Sleep. <laughs> I want to see that. Not a sequel to Doctor Strange. No. For Did those you think who, it? For those who may have thought it was. Uh, no. But yeah, it centers around Obi Wan Kenobi. Who? Uh, mm-hmm. um, no, it's it centers centers around. Uh, a kid named Danny who's grown up. So Dan it's a Torrance. Sequel, sequel to The Shining. Um, it's been a while since I've seen The Shining, so I was I didn't really remember a whole lot of the details from the movie. So I think there's some things I may have missed in Doctor Sleep. But uh no, I mean it was a really good movie and it got really dark. Uh so anyone who is, like the fan of heart, anyone there I would not recommend seeing it. Um really. There's there's a torture scene that is really uncomfortable, and I've heard. I would okay. I don't know if it. No, yeah, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah, it can't um, be more uncomfortable than the rape scene from Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I have oh, not geez. seen that. But <laughs> it can't be any more uncomfortable. I forgot than that. about that. 
There's no way. Really? That was the most I uncomfortable scene I've ever sat through. But it's like a good five, ten minutes Ugh. of this kid yeah, getting tortured. About it. Um, it, it's 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 pretty dark. Uh, but I mean, overall, the movie, besides you know how dark it gets, is is pretty good. It kept me entertained. Um, there's a good story, and you know, Ewan McGregor's playing Danny uh, had a really good turnaround. So. You know, they started out with a flashback to The Shining, and they instead of CGI CGI and everyone, they just recasted it. And I thought they did a phenomenal job recasting everyone. Um, and then they had, uh, you know, Jack Nicholson's character come back as well later on. Um, but I mean, overall, I really enjoyed it. Really dark. So if you don't like torture and watching people die, I would not recommend seeing it. Well, I love torture. Well, there so. you go. So that's all I've seen. All right. Moving on to me. Um, I have a nice. <laughs> There's Jordan. Go. There he goes. Um, I have uh, the selection here. Um, starting first, I watched uh, Daddy's Home 2 recently. Oh, that's a good one. You I know, saw that in L.A. I actually watched. Okay, so I actually enjoyed Daddy's Home. I thought it was a fun, you know, cute little family comedy. Mm -hmm. I had no issues with it. Uh, I mean, it's not like it's you know you have to go see it, but it. it, I I do uh, really really like the banter between Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. I think they're they're uh, the the contrast between the two are funny. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're in the mood for a Christmas film that's got some good natured humor in it, uh, I actually thought Daddy's Home Two achieved that pretty well i thought there was some pretty funny moments in there um and yeah you know it's an enjoyable way to spend an hour and a half i don't think it's something you're going to regret watching um Mm -hmm. especially if you're looking for you know a film to watch around this time of year so uh um yeah it's got mel gibson john cena what more can you ask for uh and you're forgetting uh uh john you're forgetting too yeah i am (laughs) Damn it! What's his name? Well, are you talking, talking about? about are you talking about the dad from? Uh, yes, from Interstellar, Grandpa. Yes, Matthew McConaughey. No, Third Rock from the Planet. John. Hold on. Wait, what third? Rock? Hold on. Third Rock from the Planet. Talking son? John. Jonathan. No, Lithgow. the show. John. John, John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Yeah, he was in a show called Third Rock from the Planet. From the sun. The, yeah, from the sun. Third Rock from, from the planet. I was like, <laughs> I was thinking like maybe they the sun. Um, Is the sun not a planet? No, it's a star, Tim. Dude. Keeping it oh, uh, in in chronological order here too. Another Christmas movie I watched. Watched the animated Grinch movie. Um, again, I actually really enjoyed Spit that. Out of season, my dude. Yeah, dude. Out of season. I actually put what up my Christmas tree about? this week. Not say you dude, and Max. I. I, I <laughs> It's oh, Christmas time. I've seen an Instagram post of trees Number everywhere. First, oh, man. boy. No. I tell you what. First. I know Christmas this is probably time. for the wrong podcast, but I uh, I decided to treat myself, and I got a Death Star tree topper. It looks pretty Is this the one awesome. we looked at? Is it the uh, exploded oh. one? No, no, no. It really it's, it's, it's from episode four. really expensive one? Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> and, right. uh, oh, my God. That is the coolest thing. It it has these LED lights, so it changes like between white, red, blue, and it plays music too. Oh, and you were getting that it interacts with the other ornaments. Well, on I didn't want to get into it. I was going to save it for the other podcast, but <laughs> now that you mention it, uh, yeah. So I, I got a bunch of Star Wars ornament vehicles, and they actually interact with each other, which is really cool. So there's one where the Millennium Falcon was 
doing the scene whenever they go in the asteroid field. They're like, oh, there's an incoming ship. And then the TIE fighter ornament goes off, and it's the light turns on, and it starts doing the noise like it's flying by. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty cool. I started geeking out. That was pretty cool. Was pretty I told cool. Max, I'm like, I felt like I was a little kid again. Yeah, I said, dude, and I, I realized that I'm probably going to die <laughs> alone. Wouldn't. <laughs> All right. I wouldn't put this on my you tree. Okay? Hang Just up kidding. my bed. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. After the tree comes Christmas down, 24/7. straight to the bedroom. 365. <laughs> Anyways. That's what I say. Back to the Grinch. Uh, it, it was a fun animated movie. I actually really liked the animation on there. Uh, I thought it was a fun take on it. Uh, you know, I didn't get the best reviews, and it seems like a lot of the users weren't the biggest horrible. fan of it. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't know if I was going to be a big fan of it either, but... Um, I don't know. I thought it was a cute movie. I'm not a huge fan of the Illumination. No animation. Yeah, no. I, I, uh, I'm not. The, you know, I'm not the biggest Illumination fan either. As a matter of fact, I don't think there's a single movie they've done that I, I really, really, really like. Not Pets. Not Sing. Not any of the Minion movies. Not any of the Despicable Me's. Those are all. That's. I think that's it. The same, aren't they? Despicable Me and. There's a Minions movie. Did Did they make Mastermind? Megamind? No, no. Megamind. Megamind? That's it. Megamind that was is uh, Disney. Sony Pit. No, Megamind's Disney. It's Pixar. Megamind's, Megamind's not Pixar. Pixar. Or is it... Is it uh... DreamWorks. It's DreamWorks. DreamWorks. I forgot it's, they were a thing. It's, so it's Disney, right? Right? No, no, no. Disney no. does own DreamWorks, I believe, but it's not like a Disney-branded... Yeah, it's the one... Wait, really? it, that's the one with the moon. No, I thought... Get on the moon, I right? thought... Uh, Universal owned DreamWorks. Fuck, I don't know. Because the Shrek ride is at Universal Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, DreamWorks isn't. You're, what's the other studio? There's Walt Disney Pictures uh, owns owns Pixar, and they own one other thing. What's the other studio they have? That's their the other animation one. Yeah. Um. Oh boy, I don't, I don't know. It's it's right there on the Disney Plus app. So I'll just. No, you're right. Subsidiary of Universal Pictures. Shit. Um, hmm. God, fuck. God. Um. Whoa. No, I guess it's just Disney. There's Disney Pictures, and then there's Pixar. I guess Disney. I, there's another animation studio that isn't just. Well, they're in-house Disney Animation Studios. Yeah, that might be what it is. Anyways, Grinch was okay. Uh, if you like Christmas stuff, if you like Christmas movies, I say give it a watch. Uh, I didn't think it was so bad you couldn't watch it. I again, I actually really I enjoyed it for the most part. Uh, oh. But my, you know, girl, uh, not fiance now, uh, did not like it. So, how was the soundtrack? Didn't Tyler the Creator provide music did, for it? He did one song. Oh, just beginning. one song. Yeah, and it was just a, a rehash of uh, "You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch," and I would have just preferred it was the regular one compared to the. I thought it was cool. I mean, it was different, but I would have liked yeah. to hear the original song in the movie, which they never played, which I would have thought would have totally happened when he was stealing everybody's Christmas. But uh, no, it didn't happen. So. I'm a staunch defender of the Jim Carrey live action Grinch film. You know, it has its charms. It has its charms. It's he all says charms. he was going to lose his. He thought he was going to lose his mind. He actually literally had to get PTSD like therapy because like he was losing his mind as he sat there for 16 hours as they applied the Grinch oh, makeup yeah. over and over and over and over again. Like I would have, dude. Just imagine having to sit still. And have that happen to you day in and day out. That is just, no. No, that's nuts. That's nuts. It's terrible. Especially with, like, today's technology. That's, you know. Anyways, 
moving along. Uh, I also watched the the quote unquote live action Lion King. The best way I can describe this version of the Lion King was it felt like I was it felt like I was watching someone try to describe the Lion King from memory. That's just the best way I can describe it. It like it it felt detached from like what was actually happening. I was just like I was like there's something wrong here. And also the the other thing I had complained about I, you know, I love Johnny Favs. I don't understand why when so, like literally every single one of those voice actors are still healthy and alive why they need to do a total recasting of the voices none of them were better than the voice actors from the original lion king and i don't understand the point i mean i guess just to rake in money the original movie still exists why remake it at all yeah you're you're exactly right that's another fair argument but if you are going to bring it to like remake it like this like why worsen the quality of the voice acting just because the the actors doing it are bigger names i guess that's it right there you get to make more money if beyonce knowles is doing nala's voice and not whoever and if if uh childish gambino is doing simba and not matthew broderick it's like for me like one of the most disappointing one i had no idea why they would go with chadwick boseman over jeremy irons for scar it's it's night and day Night and day difference between, uh, or no, not Chadwick Boseman, Chitwell Ajui Four, or whatever, however you pronounce his last name. Um, he did Scar, and it makes no sense when Jeremy Irons is perfectly healthy that they didn't have him do it. I, you know what I would, what I've said, if they were going to, if they were going to like remake these movies, they should just do it in the Pixar animation style, remake it in that style rather than do these like live action things. And I, I had to agree. A lot of the critics said that like. The lions and the animals, they're too realistic that they can't show emotion. So these animals are singing, and you're not really getting any emotion from them. They're talking. You're not getting anything. It's just like, it's a fucking lion's face. What they <laughs> should have done... Is it blend of two? No, bear with me here. Yeah. Uh, it's just footage real lions. But they go with, uh, what was the movie? The Homeward Bound kind of style where the dogs just seem to sort of telepathically communicate with ah. each other. So it's just footage of lions, but people singing on top of it. Yeah. Now, yeah. that, God. I think you're on the right path there. Um, I think that's what Planet Earth 3 should do, yeah. actually. Just make an entire musical and have the animals speak to each just other telepathically. Some B-roll of African wildlife with the soundtrack on top. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. And lastly, oh. uh, caught it in theaters this past weekend. I saw, was this past weekend or was it a weekend ago? Past weekend. Saw Zombieland Devil Tap, which I had my had marked as my number one most anticipated movie of the year. How did it hold up? Did it let you down? Uh, That's a yes. <laughs> it was. Um, Maybe you yeah. should be a little less stupid when you make it the most anticipated Hey, I just, I just, <laughs> dude, I just do what I like. So I just like, and I know I loved Zombieland, and I've been wanting a sequel for that forever. For what, uh, 10 years? Yeah, for 10 years. <laughs> I've always wanted a sequel of it. So I was really excited. Uh, it's good. It's a good movie. Um, it, you know, when you hear sequels getting made, especially when it's that later on, you're just nervous. They're not going to capture the magic of the first one. Uh, it's going to be a rehash of the old jokes. You're going to be like, it just isn't going to be any good. Now, there's plenty of both of those. There's definitely rehashing of old jokes. There's definitely um, not some of the magic captured from the first one, but they build out a sequel much of the same way they built out the first one, um, telling a unique story, 
doing some great world building, um, you know, making you want to see another one. Uh, the characters still have great chemistry together. Uh, I yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I like it better than the first. No, I didn't. The people I went and saw it with, uh, especially one of them, thought it was much better than the first one. They thought they really really liked it. Is that Tyler? That was Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. Tyler really really. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I didn't say his name, but yeah, Tyler really liked the second one more than he did the first. So there's um. Wow. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, you gotta go see it. If you saw Zombie Lagoon, oh, you have to see it. It's yeah, good. I really enjoyed the first one, and I will watch yeah. Double Tap eventually. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for it to come out on Disney Plus. Um, <laughs> but yeah, boys, that is it for what we watched this week. So, um, yeah, yeah, we're moving along, moving along. Um, now I want to get to the uh, housekeeping bit here. The uh, uh, so we did have some uh, fans. We're gonna clean your house. That's exactly it. Get to it, boys. We had uh, some listeners uh, send us just some some notes on what. Just want to see. On see what, what the uh, they, they thought of the podcast this past year and what it uh, meant to them. Um, Kelsey wrote in to our email here. Let me just. Pull Corden that wrote in. Corden Jatzer. Corden <laughs> Jatzer. Yes. Oh, shit. Where is that? Okay. Yes. Uh, so Kelsey, <laughs> who who's that? Wrote in um, to say, uh, Corden, Corden shut Jetzer. your fucking mouth. You don't need We have a is? fan letter here. <laughs> In Rainer oh. Tish. Oh boy. Kelsey What'd says, say? Rainer Tish. <laughs> Kelsey says. First, I wanted to say that I have and will always be a fan of your podcast. I know I've found a good podcast when I feel like I'm hanging out with friends, hanging out with friends while listening, and that is exactly how you guys make me feel. Things I love about you guys. I love the Marvel vs. DC banner, even though MCU obviously wins. Sorry, Max. I love the story about Max and Tim's first party. Hilarious, and I can't believe I've never heard that before. I find it funny that you have a common room podcast that literally has one episode. I like the movie. She news. didn't listen to the second one, I guess. <laughs> 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 was there two, a second one? I'm pretty sure I, there was a second well, one. But it's but my own fault. I've been ago, like promoting right? it as a podcast with one episode, but I think we have two. But I honestly have never even checked. But I've been saying <laughs> You've never one. even checked? Um, oh, boy. Um, I love the movie news segments. It gives me a lot to talk about with friends and family. It makes me feel relevant with my high school students. That's one of the main reasons we do this. Um, I've never the actually for the high school kids for the high school kids <laughs> for for people well that's you know legit though for people who like feel like they don't get uh, their movie news digest and just movie opinions digest hopefully we can sub and do that um, I've never actually seen any Star Wars movies but after listening to Force Vision I want to jump on the bandwagon very very late I know um, your biggest fan sorry I just Kelsey. had an aneurysm <laughs> there was only one episode of. Uh, Potter. Oh, that's right. We deleted the one with Max by himself. We did. That's right. So there is only one episode. All right. I don't. I don't know. I just said that. Brandon writes. Thanks, Kelsey. Thank you, Kelsey, for listening. Thank you, Kelsey. Brandon writes. I just love the way you guys get into nonsense, joking around. I've always thought you guys are funny, so I look forward to that. Plus, when I go see a movie that's on your guys' list to review, I like to see what your opinions are on it. Uh, I like to see what your opinions on it are or other views on certain parts of the movie that I never even thought of. Thank you, Brandon, for writing in. Thanks, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. Um, <laughs> <let> me... <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 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 
Thank you. Oh, thank you. Brandon. All right. Um, okay. Uh, uh, Tyler writes, it's hard for me to remember my favorite moments because they, are all, they all have me laughing at something. But the reason I listen is because I love movies, not DC. Winky face. And like to hear, well, you're going to fucking hate this podcast, <laughs> uh, this episode, buddy. Uh, and like to hear uh, news about movies coming out. Plus, I respect your guys' opinions. The best part about the show is the tangents you guys go on that have nothing to do with what you're actually meaning to talk about. Just stupid shit that we would t- mostly talk about as friends. Mostly, I listen because you guys are my friends. And I try to support you guys when I can. But that's not the answer you want. Thank you for the blunt, an- uh, blunt honesty, Tyler. I listen for the terrible character impersonations and your awful accents. Um, Max has got those on lockdown. He also mm-hmm. says, mm-hmm. and this, this he also says this. Also, I listen here the how am I going to pay for my beach house? Am I right, Tim? <laughs> every single episode. <laughs> That's Thank, where our twenty dollars came from. Thank exactly. you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we're rolling in the dough. Thank you, Tyler. Um, and Andrew writes in. My favorite moments, I'd say, are any time that you go into a horrible accent or impersonation on the show. Don't encourage him. <laughs> he needs to stop. Please. There are people. God damn it. We are so close to getting canceled by Twitter. You Please. will need a captain. <laughs> um, <laughs> God, help us. I think, and he goes, I think it's just the way it feels that keeps me coming back. It feels like a loose and fun conversation with friends that doesn't overanalyze things, but does a lot of research and provides info about current developments on new media. I usually agree with a lot of the opinions of the guys on the show, and I feel like I could say some similar points that are made in those, I feel like I could say some similar points that are made in those conversations. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you guys so much for listening and writing in um, to share your thoughts Thanks, on that. Andrew. I forgot to thank Tyler. Tyler, Andrew, Kelsey, Brandon, the, the folks Tyler. who wrote in, thank you so much um, for sharing your thoughts on the podcast. Well, no one specifically mentioned me, so I rescind all my thank you so far and withhold any further ones until I'm properly acknowledged. <laughs> I just want to laugh at the fact that I think my ac- terrible accents were brought up three times. and Because <laughs> they're in almost every episode. They're in almost every episode. you got to yep. try and squeeze Find it Find a in. way. Um, so again, thank you guys so much for listening for the past year. It's been a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, we got to keep going. Yeah. So, um, what else did I say? Um, that was it. This is the last episode was, of Cinemax. So, oh yeah, by the way. Yeah. 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 No, okay, well, it's been it's a, a good way to wrap it up. Oh man. Okay, so there are some new announcements that we, uh, that we want to make. Uh, starting in 2020, we are going to uh go into the live streaming world um we're going to live stream every single podcast as it happens you can still listen to it on audio but we're going to be on twitch and uh broadcasting however twitch works and uh yeah you'll be able to uh, be able to watch us there uh probably broadcast on i mean youtube too you can do either one of them youtube probably might be the best just so you can go back and rewatch it even easier than i think on twitch um mixer mixer we'll we'll be on all the streaming platforms but we're going to stream every single episode of force vision and cinemaxic to the youtubes or twitch whatever one we decide so you guys will have multiple ways to watch us or listen to us you can watch us live uh, you can watch the playback or you can listen to us on our podcast feeds we'll be everywhere as always um the second thing i want to announce is we are going to do a new show it's called director deep dive now we haven't figured out the logistics of this yet i've talked to the guys about this but it's either going to be once every three or four months we're going to do a complete 
deep dive podcast episode on a director of choice going over their Are films. Are we going to do Christopher Nolan? We're, Christopher we're going to do Christopher Nolan as the first <laughs> freaking God. episode. We're going to go through all their films. We're going to talk score. We're going to talk cinematography. We're going to talk story. We're going to break it down and hopefully help you, uh, you know, Hopefully, present each director and their themes and the way they are in a very palatable way that is just interesting and digestible. Um, and yeah, we're either thinking we're going to do that once, like every four months, or uh, that's like a longer form podcast, or we'll do like we'll substitute out a cinematic episode a week and do like one movie in the director's catalog and break down each movie like once a week. Uh, we'll just sub out a cinematic for that and yeah. do it. Like second director, yeah, uh, will be Akira Kurosawa, of course. He, we will do. We'll, <laughs> I've got course, a lot of watching to do. We got a lot of watching to do, but yeah, that's uh, that's a new show. And also in 2020, this is very early, but uh, something I'm excited about. We want to, we want to, we're making a show called the Cinemaxic Show. Now, this is different than just a live stream of the podcast. This is actually going to be a like literal. Like kind of variety entertainment show, kind of in the vein of Attack of the Show, very similar uh, in in tone and what we're wanting to do. But what we want to do is we basically are going to have a cool little set area that we're going to do various different games, discuss news in various different ways, have a lot of fun, and uh, you know just just be ourselves. So we're going to flex our creative muscles on that, come up with some fun things to do, and I think you guys will really like this. But it's going to be called the Cinemaxic Show. Um, it's coming in 2020 as soon as we you know plan it all out and get it going but i think you guys will like it it's gonna be once a month and it'll be on youtube and uh yeah i, I think I and think hulu gonna, right and hulu and netflix uh mm-hmm. disney plus, disney plus. early talks with that mm-hmm. <laughs> but right uh, after uh there'll be one show but i think you guys are gonna be pleasantly surprised it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be different than anything we've ever done and it's gonna be time for literally all of us to kind of put our heads together and come up with some fun things to provide for you guys so um yeah yeah, I think that's got to be it for the big announcements. I can't think of anything else. We have a new show. We're going to do live streams, the Cinemaxic show, and uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, some cool new things coming in the future. Can't wait to do them. And again, thank you guys so much for listening to these podcasts. Um, Welcome. All right, now moving on to In the News. <laughs> So I'll be honest. I was looking at this. Is, I'm probably skipping a little bit, but I was looking at the Trello board. And I saw that, well, looks like it's gone now. I merged a lot of them. Alfred. So it was the uh, Alfred Alfred is Gollum. Gollum. And I lost it because I immediately thought Michael Caine was playing Gollum. (laughs) In the Amazon series? (laughs) And I'm just like, like, well, that's something new. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. It's a ring. That's my precious. No, he says precious though. In in the Dark Knight, I just got to channel that. It's, was he crying when he said it? Yeah. What was most precious to you? He's like, <laughs> like that. You need a little bit more emotion He's behind like, that. Oh, oh, man. Man. I was like, oh, let me get in character. More precious. <laughs> oh no! Holy shit! Was that Michael Caine? <laughs> no, we, uh, I found out a long Michael? time ago. You say Michael Caine like you're saying Michael Caine. <sighs> Michael Kine. <laughs> Michael Kine. <laughs> oh no. Michael Kine. Um 
Let's go break down this news. All right. Uh, it's going to be very DC. There's a lot of DC news, there's, okay? Uh, uh, pretty much all of it. It's, there was a lot to there's, talk about. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's flow through. Uh, let's do this one first. The biggest news story of the day was a news story that broke from The Hollywood Reporter, an actual like you know legitimate source, saying Joker 2 is in development with Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix and talks to, to return as the Joker, as well as... Todd Phillips was also developing origin stories for other characters in a his own quote unquote suite of films. Now, that broke today, and then literally like hours later, was refuted by other very various like sources like Deadline, Deadline Variety. Yeah. Like, hey, hold your horses there. There's no talks of a Joker sequel going on. Um, Todd Phillips hasn't discussed this at all. He has not started beginning work on any other origin films. So you, you're kind of wondering, okay, is someone lying? Is there some sort of you know mix up of the news here? Is it kind of where there's smoke, there's fire type of thing? I'm not sure, but uh, it's probably Jared Leto trying to pay off the other media sources. It could be yeah. he's trying to, to shoot he's it down. trying to flag him down. But uh, you know, I um, I mean, if they if they can do the Joker sequel in a good way, then we'll do. Then I say, you know, go for it. They're gonna it. do it good or bad. They're, they really were, I mean, <laughs> it's, they, gonna, it, it's gonna yeah. happen. It made a billion yeah. dollars. Yeah, it made a shit ton of money. It made a billion dollars. The I, first R-rated film to do. So. And I imagine Joaquin Phoenix mm. made a shit ton of money because on an indie film like that, they probably gave him box office percentage and uh and and it they probably didn't think it was going to go for a billion they probably thought in their wildest dreams maybe like 600 million and it went for a billy so that was that was pretty crazy but yeah um guys what would you think what is the potential of a joker sequel what do you think direction what direction do you think they could even go with something like that and and yeah where do you think they go from that if they are going to do a sequel I don't even know. They'd have to incorporate Batman or some other Gotham villains, I feel like. Someone on Reddit uh, was kind of talking about how Joker leans into those Scorsese movies like Taxi Driver and King of Comedy. So they were kind of suggesting a sequel would be like uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest where it's Joker within the asylum, but like he's sort of, it's him taking over the asylum and. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be kind of cool. Like a riot from the inside out type of thing. People were suggesting maybe like um, a uh, Arkham uh, adaptation. So fuck, what was his name? There is the, the Arkham video games are kind of based off of, um, this one shot graphic novel is called like Arkham Asylum, a serious house on serious earth mm. where it's this super experimental, like uh, artistically uh, Batman going into Arkham and you know, all the crazy guys are all the villains are running the place. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't, I don't think that would happen. Um, with the movie, I think, um, I think it would be much more grounded. Yeah. I don't think we'd see any other supervillain. I'd be surprised we see Batman. Maybe Harley Quinn would get introduced. That'd be kind of cool. This is like a Dr. Harleen yeah, Quinn. Yeah. Before she... I'm just trying to think how they would... What the whole premise of the movie would be. Because, I mean, the first one's directed yeah. about how he, you know, kind of falls into madness and becomes the Joker. I don't know how they would kind of just... 
I don't think I don't think there'd be a way to make it near as well, nearly he, as good. And he already mentioned Todd Phillips already said it wouldn't be some sort of clown prince of crime like story to be told. He literally w- said that as as a quote. So you don't he's not going to be some sort of mob lord who's like uh, directing a bunch of people. I don't think so. It is interesting. I, I think they have to do something. It has to catch audiences. I think the next logical step would be something like that. So the fact that it isn't. It makes you the one problem I would have if it isn't that is like okay at one point do we just say this is a guy dressed up as a clown and not the Joker if we're gonna do a sequel and it's just as again he has nothing to do with his progression as being the Joker and he's just a you know a person that he was in the original film then at that point it's like he really doesn't he's not really taking up the name it's just this kind of a person who's sick and and it you start to wonder okay are we really just calling this Joker to cash in. On, I mean, that's what you can almost say. The original movie really had nothing to do with Joker. You could say just call it Clown, and it'd probably be still a really good movie. Just the title Joker brought in a lot of money. Um, but you know, I I really love the Joker though. So um, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I really I really don't have an idea of what they could do. Um, but I thought another interesting bit was that Todd Phillips was apparently in negotiations negotiations for a suite of characters that he could do uh, origin stories off of. There was actually this is a story from a while ago that Todd Phillips went to DC for like a DC black label right. film suite where it'd be like one off films of characters that are darker, a little little bit more edgier than what you would get in like a in cinematic universe. I'm curious if they're like just re- misreporting. I, that. I'm, that's my guess. Yeah. is that. Um, um, Todd Phillips was maybe in talks about a different film under that sort of label, yeah. not a sequel to the Joker, but yeah. you know, maybe him coming back in like a producer role or yeah. a writing role. But yeah, yeah no, I, I, so Joaquin Phoenix was in talks years ago to play Dr. Strange in the MCU. Yeah. Allegedly, one of the reasons why he turned that down is because he didn't want to sign a multi-film contract. So I have a hard time buying that he would want to return for a Joker sequel. And then if he's not coming back, then what would even be the fucking point? And I always find that badass that he turned down like literally a multi, like a massive, probably would have been the biggest deal of his career. She's like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to, be in multiple films he he says you get bored but he has said in recent interviews that he i mean it's not he before he was like there's no way but like after uh he after he saw the box office totals but no he's like he said he goes like you know i never would have thought that joker would be my dream role but it's you know kind of turned into something like this and he he said if the story is there if him and todd came up with something that works that makes sense that he'd be up for it i thought that the, the black label idea was interesting though and i was wondering what you guys would think of what villain or hero you would like to see and maybe a one-off darker uh, or contained series you, you have yeah. we have like you talked about red sun and you brought that well, up. well or... we, yeah i i posed this question at the end of our joker review uh we didn't go too far into it mm. but and we don't have to now either i i, I was just mr curious. freeze is my vote that'd be good i was thinking maybe like a black stereotype uh killer croc um maybe gets bet at some point in his cell you riffing like on suicide squad right yeah, now that's, that's exactly, exactly what i was talking about i was lost that I was the worst still not seeing that movie good <laughs> good for you wow um uh but yeah there's a i think luther lex luther i would That'd be good i think a lex luther as president 
That's a, that's one of the comic strings. Lex Luthor as president. I think that would be a really interesting, maybe political thriller, and and something like where you you see it from Luthor's point of view, he's you know uh, an evil genius, and almost from the point of view where the his point of view is the superheroes are the bad guys, and how he hopes to contain like a Justice League or something like that while he's in while he's in presidency. I think that could be something really really fun to explore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tim, what would you want to see? any villain? Not and let's just say. Let's not even say DC. Is there a character in general that you would like to see maybe get a one-off, darker-type film? Because um, I know you're not the biggest DC guy. I think you know, it would be kind of interesting. I was reading up on this a little bit. If they did like an Injustice Superman. Yeah. And they kind of did a spin on that where Superman goes bad. But isn't that what the Red Sun is, sort of? Red Sun is super... where if he landed yeah, in, in Russia. Russia. Instead of Kansas. Oh, uh, okay. What would happen? Yeah. So, like with, with Injustice. So he um, put on a tracksuit and mostly just a squats. Adidas. Is there any like yeah. mont like training montages? It's, the whole comic is just him doing squats. <laughs> okay, I like it. Um, but like, in, 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 and then yelling at people on Counter Strike, throwing bottles of vodka yeah. up against brick walls. But I, th- I feel like the injustice ride. would be kind of cool to see Superman evil like after his parents are killed, because I, I think the the premise of the comic is basically the Joker kills yeah. um, Superman's parents, or is it Lois Lane? It's one of those. I, but then. Um, yeah. Like Batman pulls together all these villains and whatnot to kind of counteract Superman and then the people who follow him. So I, I feel like that'd be kind of cool to see. There is a, and I've told you this before, and I just don't know if I'll ever be able to get you to watch it, but Justice League uh, Unlimited and Justice League have great story arcs inside them of like Superman kind of going a little rogue and, and taking things into his own hand hands. <laughs> He has to just one hand. Yeah, and it's it's a really really great arc in both of these. And the, I mean, it's like only seventy five episodes for the entire series. It's but there's some really good like Superman content in that. So, Jordan, is there anything you would like to see? Any carry villain you can think of that you'd want to one off of? Off the top of my head, no. No, that's fine. Condiment King. Condiment King. Boom. Yeah. Um, also, something really cool that was announced, uh, like officially, with a common, uh, like a team up between Boss Logic and whoever else. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson officially announces he is going to be Black Adam. It's coming out in 2021. Um, uh huh. Yeah, right. Black. Well, it's films. It films this summer. So yeah, that, the same month that um, the Winds of Winter is published and uh, Half Life Three is finally released, probably. That's true. Yeah, it mm-hmm. might be. Mm-hmm. It might be. But yeah, he's uh, he's. He posted a photo that he's ready to roll, and he's going to. And they, it was a really cool fan art. I'm really excited about it. I just hope Dwayne does it right. Like he, he has, he's kind of in typecast right now as a brute, but you know, lighthearted, funny guy. I want him to do it right, where you Black Adam is like can be straight up evil. We're gonna sometimes. get a movie eventually where uh, Zachary Levi. Levi Levi beats up Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Could be. That seems realistic. It has to happen. They were going to introduce Black Adam and Shazam, and they decided to pull back because it didn't make sense. They thought it was going to be too much for one story. And obviously Shazam is the good guy. Black Adam is the one who toes the line, and it sometimes is just straight-up evil. Zachary Levi is going to have to beat up Dwayne. That's that's another thing I'm concerned about. Apparently there's rumors that Dwayne has like in contracts how much he can be hit and stuff like that as the you oh, know, I'm sure. hero. So I don't want him to like just, you know, you know, beat the shit out of whoever he wants and not like get it back just because he's 
you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson yeah. has in his contract. I hope he's like, no, I can get my ass kicked in this because that fits the story. I'm not a good guy type of thing. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting. We don't have to dive too much into that. But Dwayne's doing a superhero movie. The biggest movie star in the world is doing something DC, which I never would have thought that. I thought for sure he'd be a Marvel guy. Um, but mm-hmm. that's that's cool. Uh, Henry Cavill came out in Men's Health this past week and confirmed that he is still Superman pretty much with almost 100% certainty he is going to stay on as superman for me that's very exciting i love him being superman where's the new movie yeah there's I, I, no man talk of, Steel of it 2. i would love i would love to see man of steel 2 but he did say in this interview he goes you know i'm it's like the cape isn't gone it's still mine it's just in the closet right now he said um so did anyone have any doubt that he wasn't going to be Superman? Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of there was thought, a lot of reports I thought that I he heard, was, yeah. I thought he was long gone. There was a I, lot of reports that he was going to get recast. They, there'd or, always be cuz I remember they said he was going to get recast and they posted the video of him holding a Superman doll. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, I I just thought as Warner Brothers just toying with the fans. Well, DC the DCEU is dead, like there's no reason to It's interesting. Well, we I I I want to. I would almost say with 100% certainty that yeah, like the, what it was is dead. Is there something new forming, like from the ashes of that? I think. I think there more likely is than not. But yes, yes, it is. So there is. That's why people were worried that Superman was done. But it seems like they're just ignoring these movies and going forward with the characters. I feel like anyways. this was just a really complicated way for them to get rid of Ben Affleck. It could be. <laughs> it could be. Everything's done. Dude, the rumor was, by the way, <laughs> oh, yeah, rumor, never mind, never mind. the rumor was, Sorry, ben, you're, you're the, the rumor was, Shut like, Robert, yeah, it's the, like when everyone's just sort of like, yeah, probably going to be heading home <laughs> soon and just like, Side on yeah. Like, waiting for yeah. him to leave first. Uh, yeah. He, uh, <laughs> so That's exactly right, dude. I just, by the way, Robert Pattinson in an interview said that they were looking for a new Batman when Ben Affleck was literally on Comic Con stage saying, "I am Batman. I'm staying Batman." And then meanwhile, it was like Ben Affleck's texting his agent, "I need to get the fuck out of San Diego Comic Con. I hate these nerds. I want to go do that Netflix movie with Oscar Isaac." Send. All in one message. Um, But yeah, it, uh, yeah, so Henry Cavill confirms he's doing it. And he he talked about like how there's so much more he has left to give for Superman. And he just told fans, you know, right now, you'll see. Yeah. So he's not going to have He didn't give very much. I I think he's already signed on for Witcher season two. Here's, here's, right. He hasn't even fucking aired yet. You're right. You're right. But here's what I will say, though. Uh, Henry Cavill's agent is Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia is Dwayne The Rock Johnson's agent and ex-wife. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, if he wants Henry Cavill to stay Superman. <laughs> ex-wife. Ex-wife. Henry, okay. you getting there, yeah, right? Yeah, I got it, I got it. Uh, I and, I heard and something different. I was like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's ex-wife is his agent. Also Henry Cavill's agent. And if Dwayne wants Superman to be Henry Cavill, WB will bend over backwards to make that happen. I guarantee it. They They would do anything for Dwayne Johnson right now. They would not risk displeasing, like, you know. You can't anger The Rock. You can't anger The Rock. He'll suplex you through that. So that's why I think it's definitely going to happen. It's, you know, a fun fact and kind of sweet that despite the fact that they're no longer married, that Henry Cavill and Dwayne Johnson can still work together. Yeah. It was a very short-lived marriage. It was. It was very short-lived, but... uh. No, that's marriage for you, am I right? In America. Are they are they still making the flash? No. 
the show? TV series? Movie. The movie? It's moving forward with uh, Andy, Andy Machete. Yeah, that's true. And when I say moving forward, it's moving forward. Surprisingly, the TV like series is still going. Yeah. Not only that, Arrow is still going. It's the last season. <laughs> Dude, Dude, that people were making good, fun though. of uh, like the Batman voice in like the Nolan films and then Ben Affleck's. I think that character had yeah. some voice modulation. Arrow, the one episode I watched, he had some dumb like thing going on with his. He speaks really deep like this. It sounded like you know on those like uh, forensic files when they have the person who like like the silhouette. Yeah, the silhouette and the like the. They're doing that now. Sorry, what'd you say? Yeah, yeah, that show is somehow. I mean, it's ending. But hey, that Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover, it looks like that's going to be kind of cool, though. Did you see Infinite Earths? <laughs> I did. And I was Earths, baby. You did. <laughs> Infinite Earths. <laughs> Will Smith punching all little, the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is this? Some sort of Crisis on Infinite Earths? All right. Um, Alfred was cast. Uh, we talked about it last week's podcast. Uh, Andy Serkis is going to be playing Alfred. I don't know how much Alfred is going to be playing, considering he's directing and producing and writing Venom two. But he's going to be Alfred and a Mowgli too. I'm sorry, I say that again. That ain't happening. Mowgli, isn't it Mowgli? Mowgli, Mowgli. Yeah, I'm going to call it Mowgli. You did just say Mowgli right there. Said Mowgli. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that was I. I, I think that's interesting. I, I think he's going to be a good Alfred. I actually was wishing he'd be more like more pe- like the Penguin, but it's going to be interesting. I, I think the other thing I find interesting is he's. I feel like Andy Serkis is pretty short, and I've always just pictured Alfred as this tall boy. Yeah, he, Alfred's always been a lanky boy in my mind. Doesn't he also kind of? Now I, I probably don't know many of his roles, or I may be forgetting some. But doesn't he come off a little bit more aggressive? Is isn't Alfred supposed to be kind of more soft? Yeah, spoken. Yeah, it'd be an interesting Sir, take. Yeah, he's definitely got a deeper. The casting voice. choices, yeah, the casting choices in the Batman in general have been interesting to say the least. Interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting. But it's gonna be fun. It'll be fun. Um, moving on. Uh, Kevin Feige came out to say that the Disney Plus MCU series are going to be necessary watching for the the MCU universe. Um. In other words, Disney Plus WandaVision got more. specifically will mm-hmm. lead into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. I think Loki's leading into Love and Thunder. Yeah, so uh, the current thinking is WandaVision is going to find a way to bring alternate timeline Loki back into the MCU main timeline because we can't just kill off characters. It's a comic book movie after all. An MCU movie after all. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I, I really like talking the, about I, I, Superman got killed off and then got brought back to life. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Marvel brings back characters. DC just uh, kills off their own franchises. <laughs> True. That's fair. That's fair. Um, um, so, yeah, that, I, I thought that was interesting, though. I mean, they just got a lot more subscribers because of that, but. Uh, they're counting on a lot of people watching all those shows. If it's really necessary watching, dude, there's like six freaking six or seven Marvel TV shows announced. Smart. It's a lot Moon of watching. Knight. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. And also those characters, the, yeah, and the new characters oh, announced for are Moon going Knight. to cross over the MCU. She Hulk, 
Moon Knight and uh, Miss Marvel, Marvel, Mrs. Marvel, are all coming to the MCU movies as well. So uh, just, it's gonna be really that's their their that's a big bet. Please, please, Kevin Feige, save Daredevil. It'd be nice. Save Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Right, he needs to be in the MCU. Daredevil. Right now he, they, he right now they can't do anything because Netflix still owns the right for like three more years. But but hopefully so. But hopefully, I mean Disney has enough money. Can't they just say like, hey, you can keep the Daredevil stuff on Netflix, but we no, get the I'm rights to the character. I'm not saying I necessarily want Feige to, you know, bring the. The show back. I just yeah. need that character played by he's that a, actor. He's a very good daredevil into the MCU. Yeah, I mean, I hear back Affleck's free. <laughs> he could be brought back. <laughs> something. Yeah. Oh, something else. I'm. I'm interested. Do they disband the MCU after that? <laughs> Apparently, Moon Knight is like an incredibly violent comic. Oh yeah, violent character, and it's gonna be on Disney Plus, which is like PG rated shows. So. so like, I was I was reading some like Moon Knight comics because I wanted to know who he was. There's like a part where he's like walking down the stairs. He's like, "Give me my fucking dr- money, Dracula, you big nerd." Oh, no, that, that's a photoshopped image, but it's it's really funny. Oh, that's not actually. Yeah, me. but well, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, but I do you appreciate big nerd. Yeah. Um, but Moon Knight, for those of you who don't know, which I imagine is ninety nine percent of people on this planet, um. That wasn't like a hipster gatekeeping thing. That's just who the fuck knows who Moon Knight is. Yeah, he's like Batman, but magical and schizophrenic. Now that's a Batman we've been needing, but we don't deserve it. We don't, so we'll chase him. <laughs> Give him kisses. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's. I thought that was interesting. There's a lot of shows, guys. Uh, Hawkeye, Wandavision. Falcon and Bucko. Uh, <laughs> Bucko and Flyboy. Bucko and and Birdie Boy. Um, and uh, you know uh, She Hulk, Moon Knight, and Miss Marvel. And they're gonna just they're like, I hope, I hope you're ready because there's more coming down the line. And, and the uh, the What If animated and the What If animated series, which cool. by the way, Robert Downey Jr. said he's gonna be back for. They've that. got all like the original actors wow. back to do the voices, yeah, yeah. which is cool. That, that's cool. Definitely. Just hope the animation isn't shit. It looks pretty good. They already released. They released some. They re- well. Depends. It kind of looks like a fancier version of Star Wars uh, Resistance, which has me worried because Resistance is hideous. Yeah, that's pretty much what that's what what if it looks Ugh. like, just a little more detailed. Um, okay, and finally, we didn't even talk about this last week. At least I don't think so. Uh, Scooby Doo got has a new movie on the way. It's called Scoob. It's starting a Hanna Barbera cinematic can go universe. Fuck itself because they recast <laughs> Shaggy. It's yeah, not man. Matthew Lillard doing the voice yep. anymore. They Lion Kinged it, man. There's no reason to not cast Matthew Lillard. He's a perfectly capable actor who is still a working actor who has been the voice of Shaggy since he appeared since movie, as Shaggy yeah. in the movie. He has been the voice of Shaggy in every show, in every movie, in any commercial. Every iteration of Shaggy has been done by Matthew Lillard, and they recast Shaggy without even giving him a heads up. Who's the been, recast? Uh, uh, the guy from Last Man on Earth. He Will, was, Forte. Will, Will Forte. Will Forte. Which... He's fine, but like it, it, not Shaggy. It, it's Will exactly. Will Forte. Will Forte is fine. He's a like <laughs> Will Forte. Will Forte. It's fine. He's a suitable actor. He can do it. But 
but uh, he move on. Uh, but he does not. He he didn't own the role. Damn it! If like if one person has done the role completely for as long as Shaggy's been around, and you just recast him for no reason, it's bullshit. But uh, other than that. I thought the movie looked cute. I loved the animation style. I, I loved the way the Mystery Machine looked in particular. There's a lot of vertical. It, it's a very, the designs are very vertical. And, and if I could, like, it's it's like short and vertical is the design style that they're going for, unlike some of their things. That's like what See, the, I thought short and stumpy, like wide, at least the band, because it was like. Maybe so. Maybe that's like, it's just, a, they've definitely done some, you know, shape-shifting with this uh but i thought it looked the trailer looked endearing um you know i'm a huge scooby-doo fan and i will definitely be there to see it i'm very excited to see it i am nervous i was i was hoping it was just going to be a scooby-doo movie about a good mystery or something but it looks like they're just going to be trying to introduce a bunch of hanna-barbera characters into the universe so yeah whatever hmm so that's that. I'm not too excited. I'll I'll probably see it. Um, but. but yeah, all right, boys. That's uh, that's another episode of uh, that's it. That's all I have. That's all on on the Trello. We went through that pretty quick. We have nothing else to talk about. Boom. Unless we you did have, it. Unless you have something to talk about. Um. Uh. No, I'm ready for force. Wild dogs, of course. Yeah, we can we, talk about we, that. Call of the Wild. Yeah, Do you no. think let's get it. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about horrible. That. Speaking of CGI dog movies, um, I haven't read the book, but the trailer looks awful. I didn't. You know, wait, what, are we talking about Call of the Wild? Yeah, Harrison Ford. What are you doing? What? How much money? How much so money I think do you think they paid him? He doesn't JJ do Abrams anything. Like, hey, you want to come back for? Uh, Rise of Skywalker. He's like, you know, I'm busy with something. Maybe some kind of contractual <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm busy. What are you doing? Another Indiana Jones. I mean, was no, Dennis Quaid uh, busy or something? Like, was Dennis Quaid busy? This <laughs> no, is such a Dennis he did a, Quaid. He did, movie. A do- he did a dog's life. I know. The he's been doing the insurance commercials. Man, he's jam packed. The commercials. They're booked. making a rookie too. He's that, making a comeback. That's right. At age six, Dennis oh. Quaid was an A list actor at one point. We were all A-list actors at one point. But the movie, I will give it this. For a CGI dog... Don't even say it looks like a good CGI dog. Eh. It looked awful. The animation was horrible. It did not move like a dog. I think I read, and I haven't actually done more research to confirm this, but I'm willing to believe that it is a motion-captured move performance... But it was a man pretending to be a dog. It's probably Andy Circus. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> Can you imagine Harrison Ford having to be like next to a man who's like crouched down like and a fucking dog? Him. And he's like <laughs> and he's like, What has my career become? Petting his head. Um, I had to look it up what was gonna happen because I uh, I'm not about watching dogs die in movies. That gets me every time. So um, I found out what happens. From the book. It's a book. You'll, it's have, to, no you'll, have, to, you'll have to tell me after. It's a pod. book. The book is very, very, very old. Yeah. Oh, okay. What happens? I don't know, but Harrison's four characters. Oh. Just like the old Force Awakens. Bites the dust. <laughs> this isn't a spoiler. This book came out in like 19... 
30. So that's going to do it for the one-year anniversary podcast of the Cinemastic Podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening all this all this time, all this journey we've led to this, this moment here, this podcast episode. Um, guys, as always, you can follow us on Cinemastic Pod on Instagram. You can follow us on Cinemastic on Twitter, CinemasticPod at Gmail. If you have any emails, uh, questions, concerns, complaints, send them that way. You can also go to the Anchor app if you download it and leave us a voice message. We will patch that voice message into the podcast. Please, God, someone do it just one time, even if it's something completely rude. <laughs> just just say something. Speak. We've had someone do it already. We have? Yeah. Ooh. Star Wars. Someone commented on a, on a Force Vision. Okay. Cool. Someone do it again. <laughs> now. We uh, dare you. As <laughs> You cowards. I remember you, listener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jordan remembers. Jordan never forgets. Guys, thank you so much again for listening. This is the Cinemax Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Max Leadham at Max Fozzie. For my cohorts, cohorts, co- I, I can't pronounce that word ever, so I don't know why I keep trying to say it. You is it said cohorts? it right the first is time. Cohorts? Cohorts. cohorts? cohorts. Tim Reichmith at Tim Driss. Anything you want to say on our goodbye on our one-year episode? It's been a, been a wild one year. Looking forward to... At most, one more. Couldn't, couldn't, <laughs> couldn't, <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself. Tanner at Danger Rush. Anything you want to say? Nope. D- Jordan, anything? He's I... been there. <laughs> That's it. I don't have much. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening, and as always, watch on. Uh-huh.